Yeah, mainly the the exposure I had was last year as a rookie. He did some productive things. He was um, gave him some uh, speed off the edge. Was a productive sacker. He wasn't playing very much this year, so it's hard to any change schemes. So a lot of times that happens when you have guys that are you know sort of successful in one scheme. There's a coaching change. You know they um, you know. Um, they maybe fit one scheme better than another, but we're excited to have him. And you know, he's he's done some some good things past rushing, and we'll try to get him up to speed as quick as we can on stuff like that. Is, is he you see him as a defensive end because he's got some linebacker in his background as well. But he, yeah, for he, us, for us, more defensive end. Is for he strictly sure. a sub package type guy? Uh, how do you see him being used? You know, I don't know. Um, we'll, we'll see where it, it goes. But he is strong. Um, he's not the tallest guy in the world. Um, but he is sort of thick and strong. And Brandon Graham sort of the same way. So he's, he's not quite as heavy as Brandon. But, um, you know, the, the way we play those edges, I think he can be, um, you know, he can be successful in our run defense as well as pass. But all that's just, you know, we'll get him in here, get him up to speed as quick as we can. And then best decide how to use him after that. And uh, excited to have him, though. You have you said the first few weeks that we can't read uh, too much into the sack numbers, but are you seeing your pass rush start to be more productive now in, in, in these past few games? Um, I don't know. We missed an awful lot in this last game, so it's hard to really call it productive. Um, but I think it was productive in, in a fashion of getting the quarterback off schedule, getting him off the spot, um, you know, sort of. Taking, taking certain, like a lot, a lot of times you look at the coverage and say the coverage broke down here, but a lot of times your pass rush can cover it. We had one play, we missed a switch with our corner and our, uh, our nickel, and we cut a guy loose down the field wide open. Safety was coming over, but it was going to be a big gain. But the pass rush covered that up. We got a sack on that play. So, you know, whether you get a sack, you take the quarterback off of that, um, you know, there's a lot of different ways for your pass rush to be successful. We're still a work in progress there. There's more we can go, but I think you're seeing good signs. I think, uh, you know, Fletch is obviously being a lot more impactful in the game, and that's great to see. I mean, this easily could have been a three-and-a-half sack game for him. You know, it was a productive game anyway, but there's still more meat left on that bone. What would you have, Les? I'm sorry. Uh the third and 14 conversion uh, Sunday uh, where the quarterback was rolling out, did you have 11 guys on the field then? Yes. Okay. I couldn't see on the broadcast tape uh, where they left the guy. Yeah. Um, you don't want to give up third and 14s for sure. And I think there was two times third and long we gave up plays. Um, well, three times. and uh, But two of the times that uh, that happened – um, quarterback was on the loose, and even though it was third and long, we got too impatient in coverage and jumped up to stop. I mean, if it's third down and three, third down and four, that kind of stuff happens. But generally, you're playing tighter coverage, and um, you know you don't have those. But when you're playing your deeper zones, you have to have the discipline to stay back in those zones and sort of course force the quarterback. If you're back at the sticks at 13 yards and the quarterback crosses the line of scrimmage, um, you know, just do the math. You know, you should be making that tackle for six, seven-yard gain, and the punt team should be coming on the field. But um, you know, I, we, we didn't. I, I would say they, they tried to go back to that same that play you were talking, that same scheme later in the game. We had made an adjustment on the sideline, and Vinnie Curry was at our defensive end, and um, he crossed the block that that they had showed us. They hadn't really showed that scheme before. 
but they crossed it. He crossed it and pulled the quarterback up. I think it was a third and ten late in the game, and uh, we were able to get a stop on it. So that was good to see us make that, or players make that adjustment to, to something that they hadn't seen before. Again, you guys, we always talk about halftime adjustments, but it's more inside a series, and um, I was proud of Vinny making that play. Jimmy, because of the injuries that you guys have had, bringing in the two young defensive tackles last week, you have a new defensive end coming in as well. How do you try to create that continuity despite maybe the changing personnel I mean, it can be a challenge, but we're up for the challenge. Um, that's what this game is. Um, there's different, you know, deal with the cards every single week, and you got to learn how to best play the hand. And um, it might look different one week as opposed to, you know, the other. I mean, every week, you know, big deals made about, you know, how many times we blitz or how many times we don't or whatever. I mean, you can count them up. We blitz twice in this game. Um, that's what we had to do in this game to get that win. We needed to keep it a little bit more simple for those guys up front because they'd only been on campus for a couple of days. Um, you know, so, you know, however you got to do it, you got to be able to come up with a way. It was good to get Darby and Jay Mill back out there, and that, that gave us the flexibility to be able to do a lot of that kind of stuff. But, you know, every week's different. Do you, do you have enough uh, personnel-wise to be a, a championship-caliber defense? Well, again, we're a week-to-week team. We're not looking at anything other than this week. So, um, you know, we'll see what we got this week and then figure out a way to try to come out with a win. And, you know, Doug's, Doug's very consistent on that message. Try to go 1-0 and this week, and let's not look further on down the line than that. Can we know about defense? Uh, yeah, 70 ends um, on the team. I know that's probably just temporary, but how do you kind of balance that out if that's what you're going forward with? Yeah, I mean, it's just the way numbers work out sometimes. Um, you know, just is what it is. Jim, you mentioned Ronald uh, coming back. How do you think he held up? How do you think he performed? And having Jalen the week before, those guys, they, do they give you that much more confidence to do some different things? Yeah, I mean, we didn't give them a whole lot of help outside. We were given help to inside, and even though sometimes it didn't look like it, we were putting a lot of attention on the quarterback for those scrambles because he was a hard guy to get down on the ground. Um you know, the only help the corners really had was Mother Nature in that game. But they um, they both battled and not only, um, you know, not only able enabled us to play the rest of that scheme, but I thought they did a good job tackling and, and limiting some uh, some plays after that. And we were able to pick up some stops along the way and keep the score down. Talking about the importance of how playing with the lead for the offense, what did it, how did it affect you guys uh, uh, having, you know, the team play ahead? Yeah, I mean, I think that the, there was a couple turning points that way. I think it was seven to three late in the second quarter. We were down in that game, and um, we were able to get that turnover, and the offense was able to turn that into points. I think that's the time we made two points. Yes, I never get I never get a chance to watch, but um, but that's a big difference going seven and seven to three at the end of the first half, being down as opposed to being up. Yeah, eight, whatever, we whatever. Again, I'm, I'm bad on math right now. But, um, you know, I thought that was, you know, that, that and, and that's something that, you know, you, you haven't seen a lot from our team this year, you know, that when we have been successful, you know, defense has made a turnover, the offense has cashed it in, and a lot of times that's changed the game. And then I think on the other side of that, one of the things I saw that I, you know, there's, a lot of things that were sort of turning points in that game, but the other one is after we had fumbled the punt, we had just got a stop, and all of a sudden I think it was a one-score game at that point, and um, you know they got the ball, we were able to go get you know get a stop and force a punt right there, and that's something we haven't seen from our defense a lot. 
you know, you go back to the Dallas game, we turned it over a couple times and we gave up quick touchdowns. Um, you know, this is a good sign for us going forward. We went out and were able to, you know, get the job done. It doesn't always happen, but we were able to get the job done, um, force, a, force a punt right there. And I think, um, I think we scored right after that that ended up getting into. And once you really got that game into a two-score game with the way the wind was and everything else, um, it obviously made it a lot easier to be able to handle a lot of that stuff. You know, when it's one score, you know, one guy slipping and falling on a wet field or one ball over your head or one missed tackle or one missed assignment, and all of a sudden you can talk about a tie game. So it was important to get that two-score lead right there and hold that one-score lead. And um, I think you saw that, and I think that's a good sign for our team. He's coming off a fairly horrific injury. Uh, sorry. In Max's case, he's coming off a horrific-looking injury uh, when it happened. Is there a human element there or curiosity on, on your part about how a player is when they initially come back from that type of injury? Um, yeah, I mean, we leave that up to our trainers. If our trainers say he's healthy enough to go, then we trust them and trust the player, and um, we'll get him out there as soon as we can. I, I mean, in terms of hitting and, and things of that nature. I mean, down. everybody's used to dealing with a lot of things. There's, you know, shoulder injuries. There's, you know, neck injuries. There's, you know, all the guys that have had concussions or knee injuries or ankle injuries. These guys, these guys are um, tough players. And they all want to get back on the field as quick as they can. Um, but when it's all said and done, that's what you have professionals for. You have doctors and trainers and stuff like that. And if um, if they give them the green light, we'll get them out there. He was able to get back on the practice field last week, which was great to see. But it was sort of a non-contact thing. But they banged him around a little bit. And, um, you know, if he's feeling confident and he gets the green light, then uh, we'll get him out there as soon as we can. You mentioned uh, you alluded to BG strip sack there. Uh, it seems like the last month or so. Yeah, I don't know if it was a strip sack because he was a designed run. Oh, yeah, right. yeah. I apologize. Yeah. But he Did it? I think so. No, yeah. I don't think so. No, that was a run. Yeah, it was a run. They designed a lot of runs. That was like, you know, I mean, that guy was hard to get down, and I'm all for protecting quarterbacks and everything else. But back on, we had to tackle him like a running back, you know. Anyway. My point was just it seems like it's been a really productive stretch for Brandon um, here about this last month. Uh, what have you seen from him? Um, I, I mean, he's always been a high-effort guy, but it seems like the, 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 the plays have been there. Yeah, he's playing tough. He's playing physical. You know, he's playing inside a little bit on the, on the pass rush stuff. Um, but he mans that defensive end well. And, you know, that, that was a good running football team, a team that takes pride in being physical. And, um, you know, we were we were able to take that part of the game away from them, you know, other than a run on the last play of the game where they gained some yards and the quarterback scrambles. Um, there wasn't a whole lot of space in there for those guys to run. And, you know, sometimes it goes lost in the job description. Everybody looks too much at sacks or looks so much at sacks and things like that that they lose, you know, those third and one plays. Um, we stopped third and one on the first first series of the game third and two right there um it's hard like i i've already moved on to the bears you guys you guys haven't moved on to the bears yet but i already have well, so i always yeah pass Jim, imagine, <laughs> imagine how difficult it was to get josh down at times i think i saw a couple of four linebacker looks was that weather or was that more job well, i was matching their personnel they were in two tight ends two backs only one wide receiver on the field so um, we got good contributions out of Duke and TJ in this game. We saw some good signs from those guys. So, um, you know, that was encouraging also. Yeah, we, we mentioned Fletcher um, 
Fletcher Cox having a really good game. I mean, you know, he was playing next to three guys really who never played in the NFL. I mean, what? Well, Bruce played a little bit for us last year. I mean, I'm right. sorry, Bruce here. Yeah. Right? Um, but I mean, my point is like three guys who don't really have much experience. And, you know, mm -hmm. what, what, what have you seen lately out of Fletcher? I mean, it seems like the past few games he's been. Yeah, I mean, you know, I mean, we all expected him to come around. Um, maybe it's taken a little longer, you know, than he had in mind. But, you know, I mean, he came back from a pretty significant injury and missed all of training camp. You know, I mean, I think it just goes to show you just, I mean, it's it's hard to just pick right up um, at that point and, you know, be back to the player that we saw in the New Orleans game at the end of the year last year. But each game he's trended a little bit better. Um, you know he's played he's played pretty well. And again, it's it's not just a numbers game. It's just not whether he's having sacks. It's the disruptions. It's you know forcing other players. I mean, when uh, when we played the Jets, I thought he played an outstanding game in that game. It didn't show up on the scoreboard. I mean the scorecard with sacks, but like two other sacks that I can think of were a direct result of Fletch being disruptive. So, um, you know, getting, getting him back to that, regardless of um, what his individual stats say, it's a team game. And we're trying to keep the score down, we're trying to get off the field on third down, and we're trying to create turnovers. And he can help us do all three of those things. Malcolm, Malcolm Jenkins, account, uh, he, someone questioned his accountability last week. Um, you know, how did that strike you when you heard something uh, like that? What did you think of Malcolm's performance uh, after that? After yeah, we, we, we got we got a lot of confidence in Malcolm. Malcolm's played a lot of games for us. Um, you know, criticism comes with this job, whether you're a player, whether you're a coach, um, personnel, everybody, everybody. Criticism is part of the thing. And bottom line is going out and getting wins. And you get wins, and you know everything's you know great. And you lo lose, and people are going to look at a lot of different reasons that you're losing. Um, we have confidence in all the guys in our locker room. I've said a million times, if you're on our 53, we got confidence in you. If you're on our 46, we have confidence in you. And um, we try to treat ourselves or, or act accordingly and um, go from there. All right, guys.